There'll be a day when we all come together, folks. That day is not likely today, but you never know. Because we don't know the time and the day that uh, Jesus is coming back. Welcome to It's a Religion. The podcast that seeks to talk about life from a faith perspective. And what people put faith in is a big deal. It's it's uh, what life is truly all about in the end. And uh, we here at It's a Religion put our trust and faith in the Lord Jesus Christ and what he did for us. We hope that uh, as you learn more about him, you would decide to do the same thing. Because it's really that or everything else and uh we don't divide things into um that many avenues because there aren't any uh there's really only two ways to look at life it's through the lens of jesus christ or everything else because everything else tries to supplant and fulfill that which the lord jesus christ said when he was here and what's in our bible the one the the word of god what he gave us to uh learn about him from and uh, much like we don't uh, ascribe race to anybody, where there's one race in this planet, uh, it's called the human race. Um, there's no such thing as uh, different races. There are different cultures, different areas where people are from. Um, you know, some people have different skin tones because they live in a more, uh, maybe a higher uh, sun content area. Uh, you know, which God put in us to develop much like um, the finches that Mr. Darwin originally uh, developed his theory of evolution around simply just changed color and beaks and different things they adapted to their environment. Um, They didn't change form from a finch into a fill in the blank. Um, And so there's no proof of uh, what some would call evolution Uh, whatsoever outside of some highly suspect dating methods that uh, use a lot of assumptions and uh, it's just a crutch basically to hold up uh, a very uh, bad theory um, that is not scientific whatsoever so anyway um, welcome and uh, on this uh, channel we always start out with some scripture in the morning and um then we go go on from there and talk about the days, some of the day's events. Uh, and we just encourage everybody, you know, pick up a Bible. If you don't have one, start reading it because it will change you. It will uh, give you hope. It will give you um, purpose. It will give you uh, meaning. Uh, and it'll give you an understanding of, of what all this is about. It's about the glory of God. The one who made all of us, who gave us life through his ordination, through his ability um, to do things. So it's a beautiful thing. I think, just me, but Um, you can reach us at Ehud. It's a religion.org. Ehud, son of Dennis, coming at you. And, uh, you know, it's actually raining out here in December. Go figure. Um, Global warming, folks, I tell you, it's a bad deal. Just kidding. I personally think that the the season has shifted some. I don't know why that would be. Uh, I don't think it's because of global warming. I think it's just stuff that happens. Um, But uh, it seems like the, the warmth stays around a little bit longer. 
and then once you finally get into winter after Christmas in January, um, it doesn't want to go away because I think the last couple of years we've had snows in April around here. But anyway, um, we are coming to you live from the Middle West of the divided states of America and to the Republic for which they stand. Uh, two nations under God, quite divided with liberty and justice for some. And that is the new American credo that, uh, that we've come to notice uh, in our society. And it's probably been that way ever since the foundation, when you really think about it. Um, it's nice to think that we're united, uh, you know, and we're united around some principles. But anymore, boy, it's, uh, it's tough to see that because there is such division in this country. Um, so let's look at, at something that is not, does not have division, um, in itself. Now it cause it also causes division. The tenets of Jesus Christ certainly cause division among families, among individuals, um, because it's about faith and what you put faith in. And, uh, Jesus is very straightforward about what you need to do with your faith. Um, so let's look at it. We're in Matthew uh, the book of Matthew in the Bible, chapter 16. Uh, it's interesting. It starts out the Pharisees, which is one of the ruling classes, also with the Sadducees, which is another ruling class at the time in Israel, and came to him, tempting him, desiring him that he would show them a sign from heaven. And he answered and said to them, When it is evening, all of you say it will be fair weather, for the sky is red. And in the morning it will be foul weather today, for the sky is red and lowering. Oh, all of you hypocrites, all of you can discern the face of the sky, but can all of you not discern the signs of the times? A wicked and adulterous generation seeks after a sign, and there shall be no sign given to it except the sign of the prophet Jonas. And he left them and departed. Now he was talking about Jonas was uh, three days in the belly of a whale because he wouldn't go to Nineveh and preach. And Jesus here is talking about the sign of his own death and resurrection. Uh, on the third day. And, you know, it, it's interesting. All of you hypocrites, all of you can discern the face of the sky, but all of you cannot discern the sign of the times. And we see it right before our eyes. We see this, uh, this global effort, this elitist globalist effort um, to push forward with a global community based on secular humanist ideas, based on evolutionary ideas, based on uh, ideas that have been proven wrong over and over and over again, and yet people keep bringing them out of the closet and want to continue to pursue them. Um, we see a global elitist establishment try to force people to take vaccinations, which are not vaccinations, are simply a shot of something that supposedly protects them from uh, COVID-19, and yet it doesn't protect them. I know at least two people personally that have been fully vaccinated and got it anyway. It's supposed to lessen the uh, circumstances, yet one of them was almost in the hospital with uh, pneumonia. And you see this constant barrage of uh, pure evil, in my opinion. You know, Anthony Fauci should be in jail, should have been in jail a long time ago, but he's part of the elite protected class much like Hillary Clinton, much like a lot of these people that were tied to, to Maxwell and uh, um, that guy, the guy that died in prison. But, you know, there's, there's a consistent effort um, going on to circumvent the will of God, to circumvent good and, and right and truth with, frankly, uh, insanity. And 
you know, when, when the medical community, um, we're going to get to in a minute, a story on ivermectin that, uh, will suppress, will go along with all this, you know, medical people are supposed to be in place because they want to take care of people. They want to do what's best for people. And yet you see in this, this whole thing, this whole discussion around COVID-19, Government's just trying to force their own will. You know, people at the elite class trying to force their will on everybody else and trying to subject people to their will. You know, I believe that's what the masks are all about because masks scientifically don't really do anything to relegate the disease. And so you got to ask yourself, what is that? You know, well, it's based on their own faith of them within themselves. You know, they believe they are better than the rest of us. They are smarter than the rest of us. They should be able to tell us what to do. And, uh, um, you know, forcing people to wear masks is a way to probably make themselves feel better. Hey, we're doing something. Um, because people get in, got caught up into that idea. They want to make themselves feel better. So they try and force other people to do stuff that, that they themselves, in many cases, as we see with hypocritical Democrats, don't do and nobody's looking. But anyway, um, and that, you know, the vaccine mandate, I think, is more about money uh, than it necessarily is from a faith standpoint and people putting faith in uh, this stuff. And, you know, I think Trump, God bless him, got tricked in that one um, to circumvent rules and laws that have been in place in the uh, FDA to supposedly say something's approved when it really has not gone through what you need to have for a vaccine to be truly safe. And I don't know that any of them truly are because all of them have some type of reaction for some people. So I, you know, and again, going back to Jesus, he says a wicked and adulterous generation. And I'm just gonna leave it at that. Um, because that's, it's never been any other when you really think about it, you know, it was a wicked and adulterous generation before uh, the flood with Noah, um, when Christ was on the earth, and it still is. You can see so much wickedness uh, in the world. And yet God, in his infinite wisdom and in his grace and his mercy, has given us the opportunity to live free. You know, you didn't, I had a, a discussion with one of the guys at our church the other day, and, and he was saying, look, you know, God didn't, the guy driving down the road in Waukesha, that killed, you know, eight people now, it sounds like, uh, and injured how many driving through a parade in a car, just mowing down people. Right. I mean, where does that happen? And yet he wasn't struck down by lightning. God didn't take him out. You know, since the time of Christ, there's been a different way in which God has handled things. And it's through his grace and mercy and forgiveness that we find life, uh, in him. So, um, Jesus goes on here in verse 6 says, uh, said unto them take heed and beware of the leaven of the Pharisees and the Sadducees they reasoned among themselves saying it is because we have taken no bread and when Jesus perceived he said oh you have little faith why reason all of you among yourselves because all of you have bought, brought no bread Do all of you not understand remember the five loaves and five thousand and how many baskets all of you took up neither the seven loaves nor the four thousand how many baskets you took up how is it all of you do not understand that I spoke it not to you concerning bread, that all of you should be aware of the leaven of the Pharisees and of the Sadducees? They understood now that he bade them not be beware of the leaven of the bread, but doctrine of the Pharisees and the Sadducees. 
And that's kind of what we're talking about here is what doctrine are you following? What, what, where are you placing your faith? In what doctrine do you place your faith in? Do you place it in the one true Lord, the one who walked on water, the one who healed the dead, the, brought the dead back to life, the one who is alive and sitting at the hand of the, uh, at the hand of, right hand of God? Or do you follow the doctrine of Anthony Fauci or of Charles Darwin or of Buddha? or of Mohammed, or of fill-in-the-blank, yours truly. I mean, you, not me. Don't follow my doctrine, because I'm going to point you to Christ. But, you know, they go on to, to talk back and forth about some things, and and then he basically is telling them, you know, he's going to go to the cross and die, and Peter is like, don't, you know, you can't do that. And Jesus says, get behind me, Satan. You know, the one with the doctrine that is going to try and fool people, that's going to try and globalize this situation uh, in our current situation, uh, the globalist elitist class. It's all satanic at its base. I mean, that's, you know, that's where these differences lie. You know, if you're not putting your faith in God and Jesus Christ, you're putting your faith in something satanic. And I believe that's the case with Charles Darwin's theory. I believe that's the case with the current medical community in a lot of cases when they won't give people uh, things to heal them, ivermectin and and uh, hydroxychloroquine and, and things like that that can actually really help people. And they'd rather let people die just to prove a point. What point is that? Oh, they didn't get the vaccine, so I'm going to let them suffer when I could give them something that might cure them that might heal them what on earth who thinks like that well you you don't when you have jesus christ as your lord and savior because he won't allow you to think like that um and you may still sin in some capacity but i that's too heinous to me i mean you, i just i don't i don't know how anybody that truly follows christ could ever allow somebody to die and not give the medicine that can save their life. And you see this going on all over our country and all over this world today. It is amazing. Uh, for the Son of Man shall come in glory. <clears throat> so, for what is a man profit if he shall gain the whole world and lose his own soul? Or what shall a man give in exchange for his soul? For the Son of Man shall come in the glory of his Father with his angels, and then he shall reward every man according to his works. Verily, verily, I say unto you, there will be some standing here which shall not taste death till they see the Son of Man coming in his kingdom. So, I just, uh, when I read this, I just, you know, when, I mean, think about that. What is a man profit if he gain the whole world and lose his own soul? You know, it makes me think about Steve Jobs. What did he truly believe when he died? Um, you know, these globalist elitist folks that want power and influence, money, you know, what is Anthony Fauci going to have at the end of this whole thing? He's going to be gone. Yeah, people will remember that he was a big part of this thing during the COVID situation. Some people will. Eventually, that memory will die out. And, you know, if God lets this thing go on long enough, nobody will know who he was. So what are you truly living for? 
What are you truly trying to accomplish in this life? Are you trying to get a bunch of stuff? Or are you living for the home that you're going to have in eternity someday? Because you will. You will face God. You will account for what you did in this life. And uh, that troubles people sometimes because you can always say, well, I could have done more. I could have done more to glorify Christ. I could have done more to glorify God. I could have done more to influence people into the kingdom. Um, but God, in his infinite wisdom, too, when you look at how he organized his church, how he set things up, um, didn't call everybody to be a Paul. He didn't call everybody to be someone great. Uh, you know, some people are called to just be a solid father and a husband and someone who, who follows the tenets of Christ and the responsibilities that, that they've been given. And, uh, and that's a good thing. So, uh, I'm, I'm really a mobbing. I'm really feeling like I need to do my, uh, Italian voice this morning. How, how's y'all, how's y'all doing this morning? Uh, I don't know why it's coming out of me right now. Capiche? You know what I'm talking about? Anyway, I digress. So, uh, a federal judge blocks Biden's COVID-19 vaccine mandate for healthcare workers. Well, praise the Lord God Almighty. Somebody has sense out there. This COVID vaccine is should be rendered irrelevant in the discussion because A, it doesn't work. B, it doesn't do what they say it does. There's no proof you know again michelle walensky comes out and says well you're eight to ten times less likely to end up in the hospital we'll prove it where what studies prove that i i don't think that's likely the case because you don't know the long-term effects of the vaccine itself and there are so many people have died from this thing and yet people just brush that off and you know in the past when like more than 10 people die from something like this they take it shut it down and yet Biden and company just keep plugging right along like nobody, nobody's business. But I thank God for some folks out there that have sense. Um, and this is a federal judge in Louisiana. So praise God. And apparently this only applies to 10 states. And I think that's why the, the Supreme Court hasn't really taken up these vaccine mandates yet because it hasn't, none of them have gone through the lower courts. Um, and so, uh, you know, they're like, hey, you know, take care of it at the lower level first and then we'll review it because that's what they're supposed to be for. But here's another story. Um, praise the Lord, on brink of death, elderly man fully recovers after judge orders hospital to allow ivermectin. So it took a judge to tell the medical community, hey, this could save this guy's life. Why not give it to him? You know, he's on his deathbed right now. Guy's 71, desperately ill, and hospitalized with COVID-19. And uh, according to Naperville, this is in Naperville, Illinois, not far from where I live. Um, so... Testimony from Ning's doctors suggested that he had more than 50% chance of dying. And the man's daughter, 
who holds a doctorate in mechanical engineering, decided to do her own research about ivermectin. I made the conclusion that ivermectin can help my dad, she told the newspaper during the interview earlier this month, but the hospital refused her request due to guidelines issued by the Food and Drug Administration and the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention. So what is what disease is the CDC preventing if it won't allow ivermectin, people, I'm telling you? that say ivermectin has not been shown to be safe or effective for the treatment and prevention of COVID-19. What planet do they live on? I'm a personal example of I'm taking ivermectin to treat COVID-19. I had it as bad as probably anybody. I was down to 85% oxygen absorption and uh, um, couldn't get up and go to the bathroom. My wife had to push me to the bathroom in a, in a, in a stinking uh, wheelchair. And yet started on ivermectin and the FLCCC regimen with some antibiotics and things like that. And I was a couple days, bam, was getting started on the road to recovery. So naming herself and her father's plaintiffs, uh, she filed um, a complaint against the hospital in the 18th uh, Judicial Circuit Court. DuPage County Judge Paul Fullerton ordered the hospital to grant temporary and emergency hospital privileges to Dr. Alan Bain. Initially, the hospital refused the order due to Bain's unvaccinated status, but he was allowed to give the ivermectin treatment to the elderly man. At that point, Ning had been on a ventilator for 22, 22 days. This guy's on a ventilator, and the hospital won't give him something that could help him that has been used in many cases throughout the world over and over again. Amazing. A series of 15 shots were given to Ning for five days from November 8th to 12th, according to Fox 32 Chicago. November 27th, he was released. So, from the hospital, fully recovered, is now at home with his daughter and family. And uh, it's just, you know, they're glorifying God, and it's a beautiful thing. And it's just, it, it's really... Uh, distressing to see um, the corruption at the federal level with the FDA and the CDC. I mean, you can't believe anything these people are saying. And now they want to give these shots to kids that the recovery rate, if they get COVID, is like 99.9999%. What is the risk? Why do we need to give shots to these to kids? These COVID shots, what is the big, you know, and I just, I wonder what's going to happen. What kind of truth is eventually going to come out about what happened in this time in our existence on this planet with these experimental vaccines and how many people are going to be affected by this long term. But again, if you're putting your faith and trust in man, if you're putting your faith and trust in science, supposedly, which this is not, you know, science would dictate, hey, ivermectin works. Why not go with something simple like that and give it to everybody? Ship everybody a carton of ivermectin tomorrow. And I bet, you you know, COVID will be gone in two weeks. It won't even, but see, that takes away power from the elites. That takes away influence from the elites. And Anthony Fauci, in my mind, at least by his actions, seems to want power and influence more than anything else. You know, the guy controls a whole bunch of money in the uh, research community. And I 
you know, I fault Congress with this. Congress is the one with the purse strings. They could cut that off tomorrow. I mean, the current Congress isn't going to because they love this stuff. Uh, the Democrats do and the elitists, the ones that um, want to control your lives, which, again, I don't really understand. Why, why does someone in Washington, D.C. really care about me out here in Freeport, Illinois? So it doesn't make sense. So anyway... Um, it's not just COVID. China is the primary source of another plague killing Americans, and that is uh, fentanyl, which comes through the southern border by the sounds of it um, quite a bit. And sounds like it's a bad thing, like a really bad thing. And uh, uh, um, and, you know, there's, there's so much going on in our society today based on the influence of these folks, these folks that put their faith and trust in themselves in, in really satanic things. Uh, you know, I, I used to think that uh, Mohammedism was going to be the one that really destroyed the world. But at the end of the day, I think it's, it's going to be the combination of that and uh, going to be the the uh, the combination of these things. You know, secular humanism, Mohammedism um, are the two main culprits that I think Satan's used to deceive people with, and it's a it's a sad thing. This is pretty funny. Nancy Two-Faced Nancy Mace busted pushing two very different COVID messages hours apart. And she's a Republican from South Carolina, for crying out loud. Uh, but, you know, apparently she's a rhino and uh, wants to, to have it both ways. And uh, <laughs> pushing something different on Fox than she was on CNN. Like, how do you think people are not going to notice that? Uh Anyway, there's people are nuts at the collegiate level. Um, people are nuts at the scientific level. We're all nuts in some way, shape, or form. But there is one place, one person who walked this earth who was not nuts. He knew it all. He knew everything there is to know and uh, is the one that, that we can trust completely. Last story, and then we'll, we'll cut it off today. Bill Nye, the quote-unquote science guy, roasted for an insanely demented TikTok video with President Biden. Now, I'm not going to watch this because I think it's a waste of time. But I just wanted to comment on Bill Nye being called the science guy. He is anti-science, anti-religion, right? Um, and... You know, it doesn't surprise me that they're giving him a hard time doing some demented video with uh I I I don't have words. I don't have words. He's not a science icon. They're calling him a science icon. And it says Bill Nino's infrastructure is cool. Now, what kid still put faith in uh, people like this. Uh, 
I don't think the president has any idea what's really going on right now. I think um, getting older is is realizing Bill Nye was government propaganda in elementary school, and that's it. You know, the government doesn't want you to put trust and faith in the Lord Jesus Christ, and doesn't want you to have a religion at all. They want to be just like China, who forces people uh, underground who believe, and. You know, that's one of the first things they did was go after churches in this COVID thing and try and shut churches down, shut people down from expressing their faith, from being around people with faith. And uh, the Democrats, as long as they have power, are going to continue to do that, continue to try and circumvent truth, um, circumvent uh, really people's... um, uh, desires to walk in faith right faith towards something higher something more purposeful than the government of the united states or living for friday to go get drunk so i can go do it again saturday anyway i've said enough if you don't know the lord jesus christ we encourage you to read the bible if you need some help finding something some resources email us at ehud at it's a religion.org that's ehud e-h-u-d at it's a religion all one word dot org o-r-g and we'll be happy to help so have a blessed day and thank you for stopping by and we will uh we'll catch you next time Christmas future is far away, Christmas past is past, Christmas present is here today, bringing joy that lasts. Have yourself a merry little Christmas. Let your heart be light From now on I trouble